Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Travel Notes, a show where we use music as a medium to discover ways in which we are all connected. I'm your host, Grace McNally, and in this month's episode, we explore how traditional Irish music crossed the Atlantic and wove its way into the fabric of American country and old-time music. I sit down with my friend and colleague, Chris Kirschbaum, and we discuss his connection to Ireland and thoughts on the notion that Irish traditional music was, in fact, a precursor to these American musical genres. actually born in Ireland mm-hmm. um, and from that I got my citizenship just pretty much right away <laughs> sure. uh, so I'm dual citizen which is pretty cool uh-huh. um, first time I went to Ireland I was actually I think I was 16 years old mm-hmm. um, and when I went I met a bunch of family um, funny enough it was just not my favorite place really? I think I was just so you know I was, I was a teenager and I was mm-hmm. just like I like where I live and that's it. This is so different. Didn't respect like the difference in culture. Mm-hmm. Um, where were you living at the time? At the time I was actually living in Connecticut. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about this, I guess in a little bit, but where I'm from originally is a very Irish town in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as a 16 year old, I didn't really care. Oh, sure. Um, and I went back for my sister's wedding in 2018, and that's when I was just like, wow. Yeah. You know, I knew my family, mm-hmm. saw them a lot um, at the wedding, and that's where it was just like, I got super into it. I actually was almost, I didn't actually get it, but like an Irish studies minor in college, mm-hmm. um, I think I was like a credit or two off, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but you know, maybe one day I'll go back and get it. Um, and yeah, no, I just got super interested in the culture and like in Ireland, who plays music? Where does it happen? You know, what? Yeah. I mean, in Ireland, anyone plays music. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, they do something called a session Mm -hmm. in Ireland. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's pretty much just a group of people all age ranges, mm-hmm. uh, get together and, uh, just kind of like, you know, freestyle it out and, and play some, some tunes. Yeah. Um, just to get together. It doesn't have to be in a certain area. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it can be right here. Yeah. You know, in, in this home. room. Yeah. Um, you do find them at pubs, like uh-huh. a traditional pub. Mm-hmm. Um, you were you know, in your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. My, my buddy has a pub there. His family owns a pub and, um, they have sessions every Sunday. Yeah. I used to go there all the time and listen to him because yeah. it's, it's very traditional, you know, it's, it's, um, you won't find it anywhere else mm-hmm. here. At least you go to Ireland, you see it, you find it everywhere. Yeah. Um, over here you have to go to specific places, but if you look for it, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of part of the culture. It sounds yeah. like over there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and what kind of songs, like, is it people kind of know the same songs or are they learning, kind of trading songs? And, like, yeah, I mean, during a session, you, you can learn from each other and just, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of just uh, 
play what you feel and what your yeah. what your heart kind of feels that day, you know? And yeah. everyone kind of just like you know, they they match each other's energy. Yeah. Um so it's it's very like folky, you know. Yeah. I mean, sure. those types of instruments. Uh-huh. You know. So they 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 stick with their roots. Mhm. You know. In doing research for this, I found a video online of the um, Clancy brothers sitting around a dinner table. Yep drinking all with different instruments and hands and singing and it brought me back to in uh copacabana in rio right there's this bar called piti mm-hmm. and it's where um tom jobin would frequent you know okay. during his days but he would sit there but they're all around a table right and they're just singing and playing and drinking and it just had this i could almost if they put different instruments in their hands, these Clancy Brothers could have been in Brazil or vice versa. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. the Clancy Brothers are huge. They they really uh, put a big impact on Irish folk music here mm. in, in the States. Uh-huh. Um, I, could, I believe it. They were, yeah. They came up quite a few times when I was doing research. and So all this is going on in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Sessions. I mean, everyone's singing. Mm-hmm. Everyone can pretty much play an instrument or has a song, it sounds like, that right. they've learned. Um how does it segue here to america what so i mean during um during the famine a lot of people emigrated to Mm -hmm. america Mm -hmm. um just over there it was just it was rough when when uh you know they didn't have the proper land to to grow anything so yeah they searched for a better life and they came here and um i mean during that time they were actually on ships um, with a lot of slaves as well. Mm-hmm. And when they got here, they, they brought their music because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that they were able to hold on to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they didn't want to forget their roots. And fortunately, they, they still haven't today because yeah. it's, it's still, it's still um, prevalent. Well, like you were, yeah, so they brought with them a rich tradition of song and dance tunes Mm-hmm. which merged um, with European and British and African um, immigrants to become Appalachian old time music. Right, right. It's so crazy. I mean, you can you can trace it back that long, too, but, I mean, yeah. it's even, you know, Irish music and, and like, American country music, they, they have a lot in common in terms of, you know, they sing about loved ones, about women, mm-hmm. you know, about drinking, mm-hmm. um... So you can make that connection for sure, even down to the instruments. I mean, some great country bands now still, you know, play the fiddle and, and oh, for sure. You know, so I mean, stylistically, like having that drone, like the fiddle, mm-hmm. kind of becomes bagpipe, right? Or yeah, it becomes kind of takes over that role, mm-hmm. um, and their use of like singing in harmony and like repeating the chorus. Like right. I'm pretty sure this the. Irish tunes and Scottish tunes that came over, the way that they would repeat a certain verse mm-hmm. over and over again became like the concept of a chorus. Right. Um, I'm sure it existed elsewhere, other ways, you know, but it was something that um, landed here and really right. kind of helped shape folk music in that way, which I thought was interesting. Definitely. Um, and then just the use of harmonies and. Mm-hmm. So when we were talking before this, you mentioned that a lot of Irish people kind of congregated on this McLean Avenue. Right, yep, in New York. In New York. Mm-hmm. 
Um, tell me more about that. So, originally, I'm from New York, and I lived right off of this main drag called McLean. And to this day, McLean Avenue is deeply engulfed in that Irish culture. Um, I mean, you walk outside your house, and you know you're gonna hear some someone talking and with that that thick brogue um so i think i think it's one of those very special places that that never really swayed away from their roots mm-hmm. um and you know i mean when people from ireland come over here they they tend to feel like mclean avenue is a, a second home for them because either they know somebody else friend of a friend um, you know, a family member might know someone that's here, uh, so they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, like my brother-in-law is from Ireland. He came here, came to McLean, and that's how we met my sister in a pub there. So it's a small world, and sure. even even like growing up, and obviously when, when I got older and I was able to go into pubs, um, mm-hmm. you know, just having conversations with people and the amount of people that they knew then and who I knew in Ireland. It's it wow. gets like that close, that small. you know. It's just that small, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's definitely a special place. It's one of those few places that are still very, very Irish. So this "Meet Me on McLean Avenue" song, mm-hmm. who's originally by? Or who's so "Meet Me on McLean" is by um, Shalali Law. So Shalali Law is an Irish American band. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough to see them live actually on McLean Avenue too. What? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, um, they're great. I mean, anyone listening to this, just go check them out for sure. Oh yeah, uh, we'll probably play some too. They have some really good, uh, really good tunes. Meet Me on McLean is, um, just kind of about, you know, people from, from Ireland coming over here and, you know, kind of just, every, from, from, yeah, everywhere in Ireland just, Coming from, you know, a country yeah. into into literally like one street, like, yeah, and that's... and meeting there and and you know, just and it's so cool that that's also where your sister met her yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Like it's small. It's a small world. So we're gonna take a quick break and listen to "Meet Me on McLean Avenue" by Shalali Law. <laughs> I know where American kids and the Irish go. You can hear the jigs and reels up and down the streets where New York City and Ireland meet. Let's all get together around quarter to ten. Raise the first pint at the Hibernian. Hen. The bands they're playing all the favorite songs. We'll be dancing and singing tunes all night long. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about your neighborhood, but no other place could ever be this good. I hope 
that my message is crystal clear. No need to look around, we have it all right here. So meet me on the claim tonight. If the bar stay open till the broad daylight. Where the whiskey is smooth and the beer is cold. And the streets are paved green, white, and gold. So meet me on the claim tonight. All the pretty girls make me feel all right. We'll all stay out till 5 a.m. A little breakfast and a nap, then we'll do it again. conversations we're at pubs over over in, on McLean Avenue too yeah. just because I don't know the conversation just flows easy yeah with with uh you know gift of the gap yeah exactly yeah you know <laughs> so no oh, you funny. never know who you bump into I think there's something really special about like pub culture mm-hmm. and I mean yes drinking it's kind of involved it's definitely it's part of it it's part of it <laughs> But there's also, like you're saying, like people just having good conversation right. and like singing songs right. and being joyful yeah. or sad. Well, you pu- know? pubs are, are like, I mean, I wouldn't even put just typical like bars in this same category, but a pub specifically is a place people go to to just kind of relax and have a good time and, yeah. you know, listen to good music, um, have a good Guinness. Um and, you know, meet new people, have good conversations. I mean, you go to a traditional bar, I don't think you really have that. Right. Uh, to that extent, at least. Yeah. You know? Totally. It doesn't have quite the same, like, atmosphere that you yeah, would... Yeah, absolutely. That would invite, like... Right. 
people to really right. stay. I feel like a lot of bars in America are kind of transit, like, mm-hmm. um, what's that word? Transitory or like people are coming and going a lot. Right. But yeah, in right. the pub, it's more like you go and you hang. It's welcoming. You yeah. Know? It's, it's very warm and just, you know, you, yeah. you feel like you want to stay and, and have a few. Totally. Speaking of having a few, one notable connection between Irish folk music and American country music is the drinking song. And one that Chris introduced me to is really fun. It's called The Rattlin' Bog. It's too long to play on the air. But um, the gist of the song is the chorus progressively gets longer and everyone drinks during the chorus. And I think there's a memorization part too where basically, you know, there's these different parts that you kind of tack on to the chorus. It gets longer and longer. It's really fun. Check it out. Uh, sing it with your friends. And it's one of those Irish classics um, that's super, super um, fun to, to, you know, partake in. Okay, now back to the interview. One thing in particular that I, I found was this, you know, kind of songs of sadness mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like something was someone was left behind in the home, you know, in Ireland or, you know, lost love, unrequited love, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, is there a particular song, like sad song in general that you? Sure. I mean, uh, a big one is the fields of Ath and Rye. Mm -hmm. That's, um, that's a song that was written about the famine in the 1840s. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's fictional, but I mean, there there's people out there that that you know lived this song, and it's about this man named Michael, and you know he was working for a king in England, and he stole corn for his family uh, to take care of him, and he got caught, and uh, he was put on a ship to Australia and to to go to a prison, and you know that the song still today is a um kind of an anthem you know everyone when they hear it it's uh hits differently for sure yeah um kind of like an irish robin hood right and we're now going to listen to the fields of athen rye performed by the dubliners who are an irish folk band from the 60s By a lonely prison wall I heard a young girl calling Michael, they have taken you away For you stole Trevelyan's corn So the young might see the morn our prison ship lies waiting in the bay. Low lie the fields of Adam Rye, where once we watched the small free birds fly. songs to sing It's so lonely around the fears of 
collecting stories through that and like better understanding I guess the people but Mm -hmm. how Woody Guthrie was super inspired by him Mm. and Woody Guthrie's an icon here in America Um, so without Robert Burns there would be no maybe no Woody Guthrie Um, and then with no Woody Guthrie who would be Bob Dylan exactly (laughs) so exactly just thank you Irish music I mean that's that's the other thing it's it's like what we just talked about you dig deep enough and you find something new you know, mm-hmm. that you might have not, not have known before. Totally. Um, and that's as simple as just listening to maybe an Irish tune. We're now going to listen to an Irish-American song called The Girl I Left Behind Me. And it's performed by Levon Helm. However, this song is very old. 
it's lived many lives under many different names in many different cultures. And um, what originally was an Irish folk tune has now become adopted into American country music. And I think it's a great illustration of the bridge between the two cultures, um, the two musical traditions, and the two countries.
people have a connection with mm-hmm. with music and and you know with everything going on and especially in Ireland I mean they had the famine in the 1840s and in the 60s 60s to the 90s so it was about 30 years uh, they went through the troubles which was with England too and trying to become an independent like republic again mm-hmm. um, and that peace treaty was only signed in 98 so wow. like you and i were alive like yeah, how crazy, crazy is that like a peace treaty was signed and like you know yeah um but music really helped people um you know kind of get through times like that yeah outside of irish and american culture i mean it's with every culture I, like, music has that that role in everyone's life where they just you listen to some music and you kind of forget about your troubles for a little bit, totally. you know, and you know, you can connect with other people that you think you might not be able to connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the fact that, that Irish music made such a huge impact here in America, mm-hmm. we, we all have a lot in common yeah. with, with places all around the world. You just have to kind of dig into it. Totally. And I think music helps you find that, <laughs> yeah. you find that, you know, connection. I honestly couldn't have said it better myself. It was such a treat to have Chris on the show. He brought such a fresh perspective on the impact traditional Irish music had here in America. And thanks for listening, guys. If you're a fan of the show, follow us on Instagram or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, it's been a pleasure traveling with you. And don't get too comfy because our next trip is just around the corner. (laughs) 